tap into the psychology of engagement and more. This is where we talk about life, learning, and everything in between. This is the Lifelong Podcast, a show for those of you who love to ask why. Because we're marketers. It's because we're coaches. It's because we're change makers. Each week, we dive into the big questions and explore the psychology of engagement with strategies, tactics, and special guests along the way. Now, here's your guide, the visibility hacking queen herself, Coach Molly. Hey, visibility hackers, and welcome back to the Lifelong Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Molly from visibilityhacking.com, and as usual, it's an absolute pleasure. It's an honor. It's a joy to have you guys here. It's Thursday, which means must be time for another conversation, my favorite time of the week. And today I have two of my favorite people to w- together with me here on, on the show. And uh, yeah, they're part of that sec- super secret society that I talk about being part of, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, yeah, so I want to introduce you to some of the, those cool super secret insiders. So yeah, who are you guys and, and what do you guys do? Well, first of all, I should have worn my sweatshirt. Almost did. I didn't didn't wear my gear today. We're like showing up unprepared. Right. Yeah. Remind me. Oh, uh, I know we all could have. Anyways, my name is Laura. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm Zach. Um, And we run a business together that we're just, you know, kind of starting getting our footing a little bit. So for people who uh, have not yet uh, who feel like they're kind of floundering a little bit, it's okay. The insiders will help you. Um, <laughs> but um, no, we also, oh, right now, our primary stuff is we actually, we do have a, a podcast called Living to the Max, yep. where um, we talk a lot about scaling your life and your business. Um, and then we also own an agency where we help people, uh, we help people create a lot of uh, continuity hubs, um, as well as some content hubs, as well as crew hubs, which is like team hubs training for your, your team. So we work a lot with systems, as well as getting and monetizing your, um, your message. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. How'd you guys get into all of that stuff? Oh my goodness. You want the long, long story or the short, short story? <laughs> Let's go with the short story so that we're planting perfect. seeds and people can come find you and learn more. Perfect. 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 Uh, well, we have been, uh, it's been like a long journey. Three years? Uh, Ish. Anywhere from three to six years, depending on what you count as right. the start of it. The start is... <laughs> Very subjective. <laughs> Very subjective. But, you know, we kind of realized, you know, there's another way to life other than the nine to five. Uh, we learned that differently, like each of us differently in different ways. And we just decided to start pursuing it. Um, and then last year, things really got crazy when we went to Funnel Hacking Live and was like, oh my goodness, uh, this world is awesome. And um, hired a couple of coaches and it's been a journey of becoming, let me tell you that. Yep. So- <laughs> And what has been the biggest challenge for you guys? Becoming. Uh, and that just- <laughs> well, yeah, a little bit of becoming. I would say really getting into um, actually doing things like yeah. moving yeah. and instead of just consuming and learning because there's so much information out there. Mm. It, it's easy to just get stuck in the trap of, you know, I need more, to know the more. thing before I go do something. And it's like, yeah. no, no, yeah. you need to go do the thing. 
and then you'll learn something. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah. And and that with that, the same thing with your clarity and knowing what, what your niche is. We were talking about that a little bit before, but knowing what your niche is, we kept going, I don't know what we're called, what our calling is. I don't know what we're supposed to do. And, you know, so we kept learning and learning. And then we kind of realized actually the insiders was part of that was, Hey, as we do things, we're going to figure it out. Um, We were trying to figure it out before we did things. Well, it doesn't work so well. (laughs) Like, remember when we started doing all that movement work? And I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but when I went through it the first time, I literally cried. I thought we were supposed to get all of that work done in a week. We were supposed to figure out what we were doing, who we were doing it with, what our list of our our hit list was, what groups we're going into, get our group set up, get people into it. Like what? I literally, I I sat in the corner and I cried. I was like, I can't do this. This It feels so overwhelming sometimes, doesn't it? Like it's that whole, uh, it's that that age old uh, quote that says you, uh, you overestimate what you can do in a year and under underestimate what you can do in five or 10 or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with a week. <laughs> you overestimate what you can do in one, under what you can do in five. And in six months, you've done like crazy cool things. It's been great. It's been, yeah. it's been absolutely fantastic, but it's, it's simply because we put in that motion. We decided that we were not just going to sit back and plan like, so Catherine Jones, Insiders Program, she has these fantastic trainings. Um, mm-hmm. Now she's organizing them into a nice organized vault. But before when they were like six hour trainings or four hour trainings, I would yeah, right. sit yeah. through them and write out my notes. And then I would go back the next time she did the same training or rewatch that training and go through it again and go, okay, did I really flesh it out? And then when she had the two day event, there was so much Um, It was all the same stuff, just presented in a different way with actual, this is what you need to be doing. And now then the the written book came out and it was the same stuff, just with more detail. And Mm -hmm. so I just keep going through it, going through it, going through it. And it's like a, it's like a wheel. It's it's, (laughs) once you get the motion, it just keeps going. And it's, it's been amazing. It's been absolutely, absolutely amazing. Um, Some of the biggest deals I've ever made in my, my whole life have been happening and yeah, there was three yeah. months of, of crying almost every day going, this is incredibly <laughs> overwhelming. Am I supposed to be here? Is this the right thing for me? It doesn't feel right to niche down so much. I, I want to help everyone. But then I was going to woo woo. And then I, then I started just continuously connecting with people, mm-hmm. like just keep connecting with people, just keep messaging them, just keep seeing what they're doing, just keep liking their posts, just stay in their visibility. Mm -hmm. And then eventually you create these networks. When you, when you have these real relationships with people, you're like, wait, wait, when Catherine says, listen to your people and understand what their problems are and create solutions, that's not a bad thing to do. That's a thing I do now with my business friends where we sit and we chat and we're like, okay, what's going on in your business? How can I help? That's not a sales pitch. It's actually the, the most beautiful question you can ask in those kinds of relationships. And that to me was the biggest shift. Yeah. Biggest. Well, and 
what I what I hear you say, we have this joke, like when one of us feels overwhelmed and is crying in the corner, like you said, the other one's like, just keep swimming, just keep just swimming. Keep swimming. That's right. <laughs> yeah. do because, it. you know, the people who succeed in this world are not necessarily the people who have the most time or the most credibility or the most whatever It's the people who don't stop. And like it's taken us a while to realize, like, that's the secret. <laughs> Woo, that's the big secret. Don't stop. <laughs> You know, like keep and not just don't stop, but while you're doing something, actually put yourself out there and, and do like actually do the things you're learning, right. even though it's scary because you're like, but I might fail. Oh, newsflash, you will at least once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And that's okay. <laughs> so my question for you guys, since you guys are a couple that gets to work together and help each other out, and I just do this all by my lonesome with my, my virtual team, how do you guys divide up the work? Oh, oh, it's uh, it's actually pretty simple for us because <laughs> we are like different personalities, which is great. <laughs> Can yeah. you guess which one's which? Who's the personality <laughs> type? <laughs> so Laura's the creative idea um, talker. You just can say it. Talks and you just can say like it. he makes fun of me for talking. <laughs> like, can we do this? Can we do that? Can we do this? Oh, oh, oh! I know. I so you're the Russell over- Brunson. <laughs> I am. And he's bit. the Todd yeah. Dickerson. <laughs> right. And so I'm the, she's like, how can we do this? And I'm like, um, he's the problem solver tech um, IT guy. Yeah. Nice. I have to think mm. about that. And it's always this like long pause. And she's like, we have to be able to do it. Like, <laughs> he was making fun like, of me I know, the other but day. I have to think about it. Like, I can't give you an answer now. He was making fun of me the other day because basically he's like, when you have an idea, you will move heaven and earth to make it happen. I go, well, until someone tells me it's impossible, it is not impossible. Oh, exactly. Yeah. It's just she, a journey she, to yeah. find the solution. Exactly. Yeah. She bends uh, the will of the world to her mercy (laughs) of course I feel like you would do the same wouldn't you Molly (laughs) oh yeah absolutely I go full steam until I reach an obstacle and if I can't overcome the obstacle quickly like I'm currently locked out of one of my accounts and you know I have to wait for customer service well then full breaks on that one then I pivot just go full steam (laughs) into something else until I can pivot back and it's yeah it it works (laughs) Otherwise, the momentum stops, and then I just want to spend the whole next week on the couch or something. Right, crying yeah, sure. in the corner, you know. Yeah, so yeah, so it's a it's definitely an interesting dynamic. You it know, is. we we definitely play off each other's strengths, and it's know. taken us a while to learn those though. Like yeah. for couples who are just starting working with each other, it, it can be. Sometimes you get frustrated with each other. Sometimes you like forget that you don't have to work all the time. So, you know, there, there's things to, to work through. Um, luckily, um, we've had our, before we even got into entrepreneurship, we had our share of, of personal struggles, which was a, a blessing in disguise where we, our relationship was able to grow um, exponentially um, through yeah. a very hard format, but it was able to. So, yeah, worked out so, well. so it worked so, out well. So we, so we, we hashed out a lot of stuff early on. That, yeah, know, we went us. through that whole, like, I hate you phase, but we didn't really, but you know what I mean? <laughs> Before we hit this. So then once we hit entrepreneurship, it was already, we had laid the groundwork of all that. So yeah. and it was not, I hate you. It was, uh, <laughs> you're frustrating me right now. So. And the, the path that you're making is, hopefully going to end you up uh, on nice sunny beaches in Florida, right? That, that would the be the goal. I mean, we got to, we got to join, join you when you're not in Canada. We don't want to go to Canada. No, no, no offense. <laughs> in the summer, it's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
but Beyond in the winter, that, yeah. not so much. Yeah. yeah. Well, I grew up not too far in, in upstate New York in like the Rochester area. Honestly, so. I think it's worse there than it is oh. here because you get the southern part of the lake effect snow. So yeah, there are days in Toronto where we watch the, the American news, which is always amusing to watch. Okay. <laughs> sure. It's as well, if Canada no doesn't doubt. exist. It's as if the weather stops at the border, right? Because American <laughs> weather maps are just the states. Canadian right. weather maps show context. So, <laughs> so we're always watching the American news and we're watching how much snow Buffalo would get. Oh, and we're yeah. sitting there going, they're getting like six inches. We're getting like nothing. This is great. And it's dusty. just because we're on the right side of the, the lake. Yep. That's it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yes, Florida is sunny. We're, we're in Ohio currently, which is, it's cloudy. Gray. It's gray. Just call it gray. Yeah, just call it gray. <laughs> um, so he grew up here. I did not. But I was like, I'm moving south slowly. Um, <laughs> really slowly. Uh, if you Eventually you'll make it there. And the, that's the yeah. coolest part of entrepreneurship, especially in the digital space is like you yeah. can pick up and go anywhere. Once, mm-hmm. once travel restrictions disappear, you can literally <laughs> run your business from anywhere with an internet connection. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, I, I do have a, is it okay if I ask you a question? Absolutely. I was going to say, have you, how long have you been an entrepreneur? Would you have considered yourself an entrepreneur? And I, I would know say well. I started hmm, my first like official business that had like a website and transactions and customers and money in the bank would have been 2007, 2006. 2007 was my first online business. 2006 was my first in-person business. Gotcha. Like official business. Like six figures. (laughs) First six figures was 2011. Yeah. So it's been good. You're like, you're like professional here. (laughs) I've always either had like my own businesses that were relatively small where it was like, Mm -hmm. I was it was a playground. It was a side hustle. It was learning for me. Um, but I never made a ton of money. Um, but then when I got into the digital space, I started working for other people and realized like, wait, I, wait, I can charge how much for this? (laughs) Excuse me. Um, and then six figures was from building a business with, um, my, my dear, dear friend who he himself was an incredibly successful entrepreneur, Mm. um, doing, he he did was a coder and he was doing um oh he had some pr- proprietary technology that has to do with big like big printers um okay. and making sure that their color correction is correct um and then he sold that for lots of money and blah 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 and he was like you're you're fun i like what you do let's let's do something together so we started like, building yes, <laughs> yeah exactly so i have a teaching background so we started build and he has a tech background mm-hmm. so and okay a little bit of backstory about him he was adopted so he's big into like helping kids who wouldn't necessarily have had mm-hmm. certain yeah. situations and blah 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 um so we created this drone company. So he would teach people how to build drones. Mm -hmm. I then became the instructional designer and did like all the marketing and that kind of stuff. And we helped the cool part about it was he was having fun teaching the adults because he would run this like racing league in the evenings Mm -hmm. with the guys. Um, And I was like, wait, can't we do the exact same thing for teenagers and like bring this Mm -hmm. into schools? Because Mm -hmm. teachers these days are not, no matter where you are in the world, you don't have, if you're in a publicly funded school, you don't have the luxury of 
of having that kind of, of access yeah. to tech. And a lot of teachers are like, it's overwhelming to, to get them online to teach classes on Zoom, let alone like learn all the coding and stuff for that. But we can right. totally reach out to private partnerships and, mm-hmm. and use industry partners and, and cool entrepreneurs that are doing cool stuff. So we started teaching high schoolers how to do drone race, like how to build and design and code their own drones. That's and awesome. then if they wanted to, they could be part of the drone racing team for their school. And we created a whole league of all of them. And it was That's cool. like absolutely absolutely incredible and I did it all it was happening in Phoenix um in the in USA and I was all here in Toronto in Canada and it was so cool to be able to be so involved in this business and so far away at the same time I loved it like fun fun fact we actually met working with middle school and high school students doing what youth ministry yep I was was a middle school youth director and And I was just a volunteer so 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 I was like, anytime you mention high school students, middle school students, I go, oh yeah, yeah, like we have, yep. yeah, yeah. That is definitely a soft spot for me. Like my mm-hmm. everything I do, I always think, how can I teach, or how can I inform, or how can I help shape that next generation? So mm-hmm. like visibility hacking, right? Like we help yeah, yeah. people create their shows, get them online, so that they have their stage where people can come hang out with them, and it's not just a podcast. It's it's like this deeper connection, deeper conversation, deeper community that they can build. Mm-hmm. Um, and and part of that is I want to create a, a league of people who have these awesome shows because ultimately I want to create a network where we can uh-huh. create all these shows that show us particular part of the entrepreneurial journey that we're not mm-hmm. seeing every anywhere else. So I think about um, reality TV shows like Survivor, for example. Mm Survivor has been on for so many seasons that the people, those strategies people were using in the first few seasons are drastically different than those who have been informed by 10, 20 years of the show, right? Mm -hmm. People are evolving how they see the the game of it. So if we think about entrepreneurship and we think about business in that sense, well, what role model like media do we have? We have Shark Tank, which is mm-hmm. great, but that requires right. you to have great numbers and already have success under the belt. Right, right. So that's not really meeting the whole, the, you know, meeting that part of the mm-hmm. market. We have shows like um, Young and the Restless, which is <laughs> a completely different look on business, question mark. Like we don't, we don't have anything that's really teaching, teaching people about those that struggle, like the right. ups and downs and, yeah. and it's, and, and in a way that isn't sensationalizing it, like a reality TV, yeah. mainstream right. TV show would be. So if, if, if survivor can impact the view that an entire generation has on strategy games and relationship mm-hmm. games, then can't we do that same thing with business? Because I want the, yeah. the kids who are in the school on the other side of the fence on from my office here, I want them to grow up and get to my age and be like, oh yeah, I can start a business. And it does not matter what their the color of their skin yeah. is. It does not matter what resources they have going into mm-hmm. their venture. It doesn't matter where they live in the world. It doesn't matter their fit. Like none mm-hmm. of that matters because they know that 
there's other people who look like them. There's other yeah. people who go through those same kind of struggles. And here's a roadmap that you can right. live by. Well, just to let them know it's a possibility, because yeah. like, let's be honest, like, I think our culture has made it so that that is not something, it's not a choice that people realize it's a choice. Like we yeah. didn't know, like we, you know, when we got married almost 10 years ago, it was like, we, neither of us knew anything really about it. We just thought nine to five American right. dream. That's the only thing you can do. And it's like, no, that is not like, there's this whole other world. And when that started opening up to us, we're like, why does it not, why do they not teach you this? Yeah, like, and it was, why I, is this not a possibility? Right. And it was almost like anything that was like, you know, you're going to start your own businesses. There's like all this, it was like, one oh, category. you know, be careful. And this, you know, like, it was There's always so much, brick and mortar. And it was yeah. always brick and mortar. There's and nobody right. talking about the digital And you space. had to have venture capital and you had yeah, to have yeah. all this other stuff. And then when we realized, like when we found this other stuff, we started with one funnel away challenge. We were just like, like, wait, oh, what? We could There's do people this. Just, like, people do this? This is insane. Yeah. And then we just, you know, just dove in from there. But yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think we got tricked into thinking that. I think a know, lot of people do. Yeah. And, and I think that's, a, that's an issue for a lot of people. You get tricked into this, you know, well, where can I make the where can I make the most amount of money yep. and it must be corporate. corporate it must be climbing the corporate ladder and you know make sure you stay somewhere so you get extra vacation and bonuses and and it's the safe thing to do yeah, yeah. And it's and it's safe and it's yep. and it's partially fake so yeah. or and I think that's our opinion. the <laughs> myth the myth about entrepreneurship um, I think is really solidified in the fact that we don't value entrepreneurship the way that we really need to. Like if we, if we are sitting here complaining about the way that something like a, a corporate system sucks or, mm-hmm. or this, mm-hmm. this way that this process in the world works, or we lack a certain something in our society. Well, honestly, it's entrepreneurs who are going to change that. It's entrepreneurs yeah. who have shaped the way that our society works. And right now it's, we need corporations. We need people to do mm-hmm. that work, but we also really need people to step up and go, how can I solve this problem? And entrepreneurs yeah. can work quicker and like way quicker, way better with their resources and, and mm-hmm. can create solutions that are really tailored to that community way better than a corporation can like oh, way yeah. better. For sure. He's in a corporation. He gets it. He's like, cause he still works. He still is in his nine to five job and he still works at the corporate, the corporate level and goes, there are some things that are so good about corporations that yeah. entrepreneurs need to input like uh, right. institute. But then there's so many things that on the reverse side, the entrepreneurs can do that have right that the corporations don't have right. And they're not going to bother to change. Yeah. So that's yeah. one of the things that he likes to do is bring the, the things that work and the systems that work from corporate to entrepreneurs with yeah, right. standard operating procedures and some yeah. of those other things. So. Yeah, for sure. It's so powerful when you tap into those systems that we know work, they're putting big money into it. And when oh, you're yeah, able sure. to translate that into solopreneurs and small business owners, yep. the power that they have, it's like pouring jet fuel on a bonfire. It's, oh yeah. yeah. That's one For of sure. our big passions with, um, you know, we work a lot with, with specialists, especially in the fitness industry um, and the nutrition industry. I have a background in nutrition as well. And so um, we like, we have this desire just to help them reach more people and to separate their time from their money because so many of them are stuck in the grind and they don't even get to do what they love to do because they're stuck doing all the, the, the administrative stuff. Oh my and goodness. The, you know, they and it's don't not have, what they, it's not even they don't have systems yeah. to yeah. help 
alleviate some of that mm-hmm. time burden from them. And we want to, yeah, we want to free them to be, be who they were created to be and do the things that they were called to do originally, which is why they got into entrepreneurship to start with. <laughs> and why they're successful. Yeah. Because they're good, they at, good at that stuff. Thing, and then they got so good at the thing that they had all this burden Other of stuff, stuff come yeah. over and they're like, I got to do both. And then they're, you know, yeah. falling out from working 80 hours a week. Yeah, and it's, it's like, yeah, yeah, you guys need a break. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you're that exhausted and you're still trying to have that momentum in your business, when you're that exhausted, you're going to give up when you're in the most challenging part. Absolutely. Yep. And it's honestly when you're able to get up and it's like you're you're on a road that goes up a mountain. It's really freaking hard to get up the, to the top of that mountain. But once you're on the top, it's like jet fuel on a bonfire coming yep. down. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It and it is so... Of, um, uh, at Funnel Hacking Live, when Tony Robbins was up, and he mm-hmm. he did the same chat in 2020 that he did in 2019, but it's still impactful to listen to. But he talks about how there's those three different levels of business people. There's the operators and the owners and the investors, I think. I forget what Actually, the third one was. I remember that one. I did take notes, so. Oh, I have it recorded somewhere. We do, so- too. <laughs> Well, we bought the, re- well, we got the recordings, yeah, I think we, but we, I, don't, nice. I don't even know where they so, are. So. We could go find them. They're somewhere yeah, in they're there. Somewhere, Dig that email out. Are you guys contact. planning on going uh, for this year? Oh, Absolutely. Already signed up. Already have. We what, bought, seats? we bought tickets last year. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we're like, yeah. And then, sure. then they moved to Florida and we were just like, yes, please. Thank you. <laughs> so much easier. So much. Yeah. Cause my family's in Florida. So yeah. like we have, we have a seven year old. And so like. And he's homeschooled and other things so too. It'd be easy. So, so we can just we can we can either get them to come to the hotel yeah. with us or <laughs> a close by hotel, and then or, they can all hang out. Or we'll see how that works out. But it's way easier with our yep. with, with all that. You know what life. might be really interesting? Um, if there's other people in insiders who are going to FHL and they have kids, so Ooh. renting like an Airbnb where all like the families can stay. And then seeing if like the non-funnel hacking spouses can stay back and watch the kids. That's a fascinating That would be kind of cool. Because then not only are the insiders getting to hang out with each other, but their kids get to hang out with each other. It would be like one of those reality houses where all the, like the insider. (laughs) You have to get one that has like a slide inside and things and all that stuff. It would be like the one that everybody's like. How'd you all do that? What what? In the world it was Molly. Was she hooked us up. Here. Didn't you used to be a travel agent or something? Yep. Yeah. So there you go. She, she hooked us up. It was all right. It's like the one insider. day I would love if we got to do an insider's cruise. Like just mm-hmm. we so just have to wait it. a few years. I was gonna say all, all your visibility hackers better sign up for the insiders too, so they can be on the cruise. <laughs> oh, I'll just run the event at the same time. <laughs> oh, there you there go. You go. Double we'll it do up. Mornings with Catherine's and evenings with Molly. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh funny. man. Well, thank you guys so much for chatting. It's been an absolute blast. Thank you for having us. We enjoyed our time. (laughs) How can people get into your world? How can they get to know you guys? How can they hang out with you guys? And how can they hear your podcast? Oh, well, they can look up our podcast. It's, uh, again, Living to the Max uh, with Laura and Zach. uh, And it should be on all all the different podcast areas. 
I don't even know what you call those. Um, <laughs> you know, the places you the find platforms. platforms. The podcast. Yeah, the yeah, podcast platforms. world. The platforms, all right. Um, and then the other, the best way other than that is probably find us on Instagram, um, which is uh, at Lauren Zach. And Zach, just so you know, he's weird. He spells it Z-A-K. So don't get into the trap of the That's C-H. That's right. It's not the C and the C-H always gets everybody now z-a-k so laura ch makes me sound like reminds me of like boy bands yeah no yeah what are those look at that face no yeah no (laughs) no 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 not in my not in my repertoire tricks (laughs) no 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 don't ask him to sing (laughs) anyways So Laura and Zach, thank you guys so much for being on the show and you guys listening at home. Thank you guys so much as well. If you enjoyed this episode, give us a thumbs up, rate us, subscribe, share it with a friend. I know you want to share it with a friend. This is what all the cool kids are listening to. Just saying. All right, guys, I'm coach Molly from visibilityhacking.com. This has been another fantastic lifelong conversation. I will see you in our next episode until then. Remember, I love you and be excellent to each other.